0: Welcome back to a Corona Abolish, the Social Distance Assistance, a podcast where we talk to you about what you can do to improve your mental and physical health during this time of social distancing. The
1: Social Distance Assistant crew is here today, including myself, Ben, along with Amy, Lauren, Jack, Will, and Caitlin.
2: In this episode, we have a very special guest, college sophomore, Lana Berry, who will be joining us later in the episode to share some insight regarding how she keeps her mental and physical health. In check while being a biology major at FSU.
3: Now it's time for some small talk. In regards to the status of JMU, on Friday evening President Alger sent out an email updating students and families about the upcoming fall semester. The email says that as of now this will meet in person in the fall and campus life will resume. There is also a task force dedicated to looking at how living, dining, and lecture classes will work if social distancing guidelines are still in place. From the email, it seems that JMU officials are being very proactive in figuring out how to ensure safety on campus while allowing students to return in the fall, which are some positive news that we have been waiting for. Social distance assistance, how do you feel about all this?
4: I want classes back. I, I don't like doing online. I'm ready for in, uh, in-person lectures again. Yeah,
1: I function way better, like going to class. Do you guys mm-hmm.
4: think we'll go back in the fall?
2: Be better
4: because I did, did, but I mean, Harrisonburg is getting up there in the nation for uh cases per capita, so I just worry, yeah, I just worry about if that's just going to drag on and Harrisonburg is (sighs) going to take longer than other places in the nation to kind of get back on its feet.
1: Yeah, we were kind of (laughs) delayed. I remember a couple weeks ago, um, there was only a few cases (sighs) in the teens, and then not even a week later. I met some lady in a store and she was saying there's over like 300 cases now. So it's getting it kind of iffy. Wow. wow. It was
0: all one nursing home.
1: Yeah. Really? Was yep. it?
0: Yep. <laughs> if, if classes don't resume in the fall, I'm not hundred percent sure I will take classes. I might just take the semester off. Yeah. I've heard other people talk about that and it's, it's something I would, uh, I would consider as well. The only implication is with engineering, it's a whole year off pretty much.
3: Yeah, that's the hard part.
0: Yeah,
1: and some people I already know are already doing fifth years, so even more from that, that's kind of pushing it right there. Especially if you live on campus, or I mean, off campus, and you're paying for, like, housing and not going to school.
4: Yeah, I'm too old to be a fifth year, so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but those, those emails President Alger sends out, I mean, that first one was, you know, when he was trying to get everybody to calm down. He was talking about um, kids coming back to campus for a frog week part two.
5: I saw that.
1: Yeah, Like everyone needs to practice social distancing, please.
2: (laughs) And I know everyone's like super excited now that he said that commencement is back on. Um, Are you guys gonna try to go see like what they're doing for those activities in August?
4: I'm if my here. lease, yeah. if my lease started uh, earlier, it doesn't start till late August. I might have considered it, but I won't be moved in down there, to, so I wouldn't really want to travel for that and get a hotel or something.
1: Yeah. What else is up with Jamie right now? Like any other current stuff going on? Some updates?
0: Campus is a ghost town.
1: Yeah, I'm still on campus and D hall is takeout only. They um, lowered their hours. Only ten people inside D hall at one time. Can you believe that?
3: <laughs> crazy.
4: To wait outside sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, my sister just moved out from the village, and she also said that it was a ghost town, like Jack was saying.
0: Ben, when you're in D Hall, do they have all the sections of food open, or do they only leave like healthy options, or is it like anything that you want there? They have as operating under normal conditions, almost like
1: they only have a section open. They cut off most of it. They have true balance, a salad bar, um, desserts, yeah. pizza, and then they have like burgers and stuff down by the the grills. That's about it. Some sandwiches. Few is options, but I mean, open? still do. What is the lower yeah. level open? Uh, only Chick Fil A, <laughs> and it's only open <laughs> until 3 p.m. on the weekend or the weekdays, and it's closed on the weekends. Cool.
4: Wow.
0: Yeah. Uh, what are? How many or How do you think the university's is employing the uh, employees at D Hall? Like, how do they? How do you think they made that decision of like who gets to work and who doesn't work? Because obviously, with not everything open at D Hall, you can't
1: staff yeah time. i've surprisingly i've seen the same workers in there almost every day and i talked to one of the guys and he was saying that their company's contract to work at the school runs out on the 30th of this month so he says he doesn't even know if he's gonna have a job you know after that because oh all the stuff all the summer camps and everything that jamie was going to do for like younger kids and other organizations they canceled everything so I don't even know if the dining hall will be open.
2: I completely forgot about like summer camps. Do you guys think they're still going to do the engineering camp?
0: <laughs> if we go back to classes in person, then probably they will. Hopefully Maybe. things are back to normal at that time and place. But
1: it matters so you may, Might want to do it online. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. Did you guys go to that when we did that a couple of years ago?
2: I
3: did not, because I (laughs) I was not an engineering major my first semester. I switched in fall of last year, so I did not know that.
4: So did you have to do engineering decisions um, this past semester?
3: No, I never took. Oh, is that 101?
4: No, I think it's 112.
3: No, I took 112 in the spring last year. Oh, okay. Because 101 wasn't a requirement.
0: Right. I didn't, yeah, I didn't take one on one. So, kind of switching gears, I have a different question for the group. Do you personally think that quarantining, social distancing, and locking down is a positive thing to do? There's been a lot of speculation that methods used to prevent the spread of the virus have only destroyed the economy and the well being of the citizens uh, in communities. Or should we have kept operating like normal before the virus started and put the well being of the community and economy above a small, select few that the virus uh, is really attacking? Some of even been calling this ridding the planet of the week. What are your thoughts on this, guys?
4: I mean, I think that everything we're doing um, with self-quarantining um, and all that is necessary, and it sucks, and it is hurting the economy, and people are being affected um, with their physical and mental health um, because of it. But if we weren't doing all this to kind of help prevent the virus from spreading – Um, We could just be kind of like delaying um, our ability to get back into everyone's like normal routine and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I agree with Will there. Um, You know, I think, you know, the the stuff that we're doing right now is super important for our health. A lot of other states are starting to reopen businesses, which I personally think is just not the right decision right now because I know the economy is, is important. But I think the lives of the American people are, are even more important. If you start to open things back up too early, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take away all the progress that we've made so far. But what do you guys think about that?
1: I don't know. I think we should have done a lot more in the beginning when it started out. You know, we kind of yeah. last minute shut everything down. I don't know. There was, I heard of a country that did it almost perfectly. I think it was uh, some country in Europe. They, like, as soon as they even heard about it, they shut everything down. And they have the least amount of cases right now, and they're back up and running.
3: That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I remember when it was spring break, and we were on spring break, and I was personally in Florida, and it was my last day there, and I found out that we weren't going back and yeah, then me my too. sister's spring break, yeah, she was um, still at school, and then she went to Fort Lauderdale the next week, which was her spring break, after like things were shutting down, and there were still beaches open and like so many places and restaurants and clubs open that were just flooded with people and meanwhile we had already started like self isolating. I was like, oh my gosh, they're just not doing anything yet.
1: Yeah, I was in the same exact situation, coming off of spring break and, you know,
0: had a good spring break and then we come back and the whole world shut down. It's like, what yeah. the heck happened? Yeah, I remember I was I was camping in the woods for my spring break, so in the middle of the mountains, I didn't have any cell phone service for four or five days. And I came, I came out of the woods, and then my cell phone just lit up with everything getting canceled and a bunch of emails from everyone saying, "Yeah, my mind was just boiling that they canceled graduation when I came out of the woods and when I went into the woods, it was totally normal.
5: That is so sad.
0: <laughs>
1: That's an
3: interesting
5: <laughs>
1: scenario. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's making people going crazy in quarantine.
2: Oh, people are going crazy. Well, did you have a question about what to do when you feel kind of crazy and yeah, yeah, so I was going to ask, here? yeah,
4: how all yeah. this is affecting y'all's uh, hobbies and stuff? Because I'm, you know, like we were just talking about, I'm going crazy without sports right now. Um, it's tough. <laughs> I mean,
0: there no was branding. actually
4: uh, the NFL draft; it was the most watched draft in their history, and I'm sure that's because people were like, "Oh, there's something like." There's live sports, even though it's just like, (laughs) yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, what they had to do is, um, it's wild too because they had to move to an all online and a virtual draft where everyone was doing it from their homes. Um, and at one point, they showed live video footage of the locks Las Vegas strip because that's where they were supposed to be doing the draft, and it was empty. And like, I don't know how many times since. Las Vegas has been established that that strip has been empty. That's crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm going crazy without sports. So is there other stuff that you guys are finding that, like, this is just having a huge impact on um, your hobbies and stuff you like to do or anything that entertains you guys? Um, baseball season was canceled. Didn't get to play any games there.
1: I think the only, like, wreck places that are open for sports are, is golf. <laughs> that's the only place <laughs> that's still open there, I think. <laughs> And what they do is is they have, you know how um, they're trying to keep it sanitary? So instead of, like, you put the ball in the hole and you, like, reach in, grab it out, they have it raised up and you just hit a block with your ball instead. So you don't have to, like, I don't know, put your hand in the same spot where everybody else is. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah,
4: and uh, you can play with um, other people, but you have to, you can't share a cart. Uh, so if you want to play with two people, each person has to have a cart. Each get their own cart. <laughs> yeah, and if four people want to play, then that means um, two people, there has to be one person and one cart and one person another cart, and the other two people have to carry their gloves around the course. Jesus. Huh.
5: I didn't even know that golf
3: cart places were still open.
4: Yeah, yeah it was one of the things that uh, I think it was our governor that um, kind of issued – all of the do's and don'ts, and golf was on the do list. So.
1: he probably plays golf. Yeah. <laughs> I know it. He definitely's got to. <laughs> so, and Trump, man, Trump plays golf all the time. So there's no way he would have closed down the golf. Course. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Big golf. Kind of, kind of speaking opposite of what you guys are. My main hobby is mountain biking and like riding my bike in the woods and the mountains. And you can still do that. Virus, can't you? After yeah, after this whole virus thing, it's only given me more free time, so I've actually yeah. get out and do it more, which is seriously helping me That's so fun.
4: Yeah, you're thriving off of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice. I have more time to do what I love. So.
1: I know, yeah. especially around JMU, the hiking trails around here they're really popular. So right when this started. Everyone was going hiking and stuff, uh, finally getting outdoors, and then they had to shut some of the, uh, you know, the trails down because of it.
3: Yeah, some trails near my house are shut down, too. I've been running a lot, even though I usually run a lot. I've been running extra just because I have so much time, and now I just have really bad shin splints, so I can't <laughs> even really run anymore. Okay, it was good catching up with everyone. Now we're going to transition to our interview with Lana.
4: One.
2: Now for our first interview. Lana is a biology major at Florida State University. She is on her college swim team and has advice on staying active during quarantine. Hi, Lana. Hey, guys, thanks for having me.
4: So to start out, um, can you just kind of tell us a little bit on what your life is like, now, how your routine has changed and stuff since you've had to self-quarantine? Um, just talk a little bit about that.
5: Yeah, it's definitely changed a lot. So for me, I learned best in in in-person classes, you know, like more interactive classes because I get distracted pretty easily. And I've been used to working out, like swimming every single day, lifting three times a week. And now I'm stuck in my house, all online classes. It's been pretty hard to stay focused. And I've had to resort to many other types of like ways to work out like running and biking and stuff so it's definitely been a big adjustment for me.
4: Okay cool. Yeah
1: I feel like a lot of people have had that struggle right now.
0: How have you integrated your swimming exercises into at-home exercises while in quarantine?
5: Um I've honestly had to like kind of make up my own routine like i'll do like cardio a few days a week and then i'll mix it up and like i'll kind of try to weight train but i have to work with what i've got because i only have like a limited number of like weights and stuff and then other than that i'll do like a body weight circuit you know like push-ups or planks or just like body weight squats because you know a lot of people don't have access to any you know gym equipment or stuff like that so it's been hard But I've also tried to ocean swim a little bit, but, you know, now that beaches are closed, that's kind of off the table, too, so.
2: Are you exercising with, like, family members or any, like, neighbors um, on that note? Have I what? been exercising with any, like, friends or or family members or neighbors, maybe? Um...
5: I've been exercising with my mom like um we'll take we have two dogs so we'll take our dogs on a walk like around the neighborhood and that's also like a good way to get outside too and just kind of like not feel as trapped in your house because I know that's probably driving everyone crazy um and me and Caitlin have exercised a little bit but I try to only like be around people who I've been kind of staying around like I don't want to like introduce a lot of new people right now I mean which is kind of the same for everybody but yeah, like just going on a walk with some family members or something like around your yard or your neighborhood, like that's just a good way to kind of refresh yourself.
3: Okay, that's great. What advice do you have for us to stay safe during the lockdown?
5: Um, Definitely do not like introduce new people right now or like even if it's your family, like I have family in North Carolina that I'd love to like go visit, but it's like you don't know what they've been exposed to. They don't know what you've been exposed to. And also, like, you know, definitely avoid seeing grandparents right now. Like, I know that's a really big thing. Um, and if you don't have masks, like, in stores, you should just definitely try to, like, keep your distance from people. You know, like, if there's, like, a bunch of people in an aisle, like, don't go down that aisle. Right. And wash your hands with, like, hot water, not cold water, because hot water kills a lot more germs, you know. And stuff like that so just like be safe and like a lot of the stuff that um like the media tells you is like good advice like from the doctors and stuff not trump but <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah and it's funny you mentioned grandparents it was my uh, grandma's birthday the other day and we went to go visit her and it was weird because like we had to like sit on their back deck with like the screen door open and they sat inside and it was just kind of like a whole weird different situation Especially because, like, they're so vulnerable right now.
5: Yeah, I know. I feel bad because my grandparents are, like, just really scared, you know, because, like, they don't want to lose their life because someone was, like, stupid and, like, right. decided to just, like, oh, well, I'm healthy. I don't have it. It's, like, you don't know, like, if you could possibly be carrying it or not. So just, like, take extra precautions.
2: Right. Right. So we're all college students here. Um, we each have our own um, experience, you know, with switching from in-person classes to online classes. And we want to get your input on how your own um, college biology department um, has talked about COVID-19. This could be, like, through projects, um, any, like, course material that has been tied to the coronavirus. How has that impacted um, your mental being? Um, well,
5: first of all, like, my I haven't had any like labs necessarily this semester I've but I'm am in genetics right now so we did talk like a lot about how like viruses and stuff like how that can like affect you and like how that gets into your system and how that like affects your body and like you know all the cells inside of it so you have done some of that but not necessarily like anything deeper into it because I've already taken bio one and two so that's kind of over with but Definitely the mental health thing, because I know personally for me, I've been feeling like really bored and restless and like kind of lonely, honestly, because when you're just only around like the same two or three people, like, you know, you start to miss your friends and everything. So I feel like now, like, especially since school is ending soon, it's like a good time to explore like a new hobby you might have been wanting to try. Like, you know, I usually been like super busy like as a student athlete and I don't usually cook for myself so now I'm trying out like new recipes like I used to like photography I'm trying that or like painting like all of those are good things that you can do like you know just with your family or by yourself um also if you have pets spend extra time with them because it's been like scientifically proven that pets can like automatically improve your mood too so you know, just go outside or even just, like, sit on the couch with them, have them be, like, a Netflix buddy, stuff like that.
2: Yeah, for sure. That's really insightful. You know, for me, I have um, really been trying to get back into dancing. I used to be a tap dancer when I was little. Um, so I like to, like, watch, like, dancing videos to get back into that. But I think you're right that we should definitely, like, take this time and use it to our advantage because we don't know when we're going to have time like this again. So Yeah. Yeah. yeah
5: exactly and like also you might find a passion for something that you didn't know that you had like previously like you might really get into something and find like that's going to be like a new routine thing for you
2: yeah exactly well thank you so much for those insightful tips and thank you a lot for coming on our show today of course thank you guys
5: for having me
0: thank you thank you
5: bye -bye. thanks
0: Bye bye
4: So, yeah, big thanks out uh, for Lana um, coming and speaking to us. Uh, We are going to try to include an interview or discuss an article that's out um, in each of our podcasts uh, just to kind of get some professional advice or uh, firsthand experience um, in all these different situations that everyone's having to – that everyone's finding themselves in. and we also would like to include a daily tip or a suggestion in these podcasts to help you all out. Um, and so the tip that we have for today is really focus it on meditation, breathing, and just trying to stay relaxed. Um, and working on a range of breathing techniques and just mindfulness and activities. And there's even apps out there like Headspace or Calm. Um, they do a really good job helping you relax. Um They'll help you give you instructions on meditation. They have white noise, and it really helps you whether it's you're just super stressed out with um, your daily routine being all messed up and you just need, you know, five minutes to calm down. They do a really great job helping with that, and they'll help with your breathing in stressful situations. They'll help you sleep better, um, and they'll just help make sure that you are. Focusing on your mental and physical health during this isolation, because all this built-up stress that we're all facing is—it's definitely not healthy. Um, So we want to help try to make sure um, you guys know ways to um, help fight off some of the anxiety and stress. You inhale for a certain amount of time, then you hold. Oh, I know that one. Yeah. Do you remember what the numbers are? Yeah, it's you. I I.
1: Dude, I'm not going to lie. I do it sometimes because it really does help. You, you, breathe in, you, breathe in, you breathe in for eight seconds and then you hold it for four seconds and then exhale for seven seconds. And it's supposed to like, calm your anxiety almost instantly. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our first podcast. We hope you learned a lot and can take something away from the impacts of social distancing, mental and physical health. So stay safe. Focus on your health. And remember, the social distance assistants are here to help. See you next time.
0: See ya. Bye.